Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Blind Confidence. We had been talking about this for a little while, Graham, and today is the day we do an AMA. We have millions and bazillions of fans out there that, that desperately want us to answer questions. But not only are we hoping to answer some people's questions that they submitted, but our friends have obviously you know, been big supporters of us for this, and we want to be able to answer their questions too. And this is a cool forum to take it on. Yeah, I'm pumped to... Uh... To get into answering these questions, but first, you know, I want to hear how how's everything going over there, Ethan. You know, we haven't we haven't sat down and recorded an episode in a little bit, so you want to hear some updates? Yeah, the people don't know that we just kind of bank them and then we you know release them. Yeah, but it's okay, it's okay. Uh, yeah, everything's going pretty well on my end. It's been restaurant week over here, so filling oh. out, eating way too much good food, uh, and paying for the consequences of that. But overall, overall things are really going great. And uh, kind of joined a new team at work recently, so nice. trying to get acquainted to that, and you know all the circumstances yeah. that come with joining a new yeah, team. So I feel that a lot of a lot of fun disclosure, yeah. fun with disclosure for sure is the highlight right now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, well, um, now that you say that, it reminds me. So I was doing the hackathon this week, um, which I don't know if you know what a hackathon is, but for the viewers, I do. Okay, for the viewers who don't know, it's like. As software engineers, you spend like two days coming up with an idea, or you already have the idea, then you spend two days kind of implementing an idea that could be revolutionary to like, you know, some problem in your company or whatever. Um, and I actually, I didn't even disclose to everyone on my team. <laughs> Which really... I'm not sure if that's funny or not, but I'm going to laugh at it. Yeah, it definitely... Um, I, it definitely is my fault. I, I just didn't feel like explaining it. But then there was definitely a couple of times where people were showing me things on their screen. And I was like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Um, yeah, that, that's got to be pretty tough. Wouldn't recommend it. To, to contribute when you don't know what's going <laughs> wouldn't on. Wouldn't recommend it. I, you know, I got the context clues. I figured it out. What'd you work on for your two days? Um, if you're allowed to disclose it. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose it or not. But um, our... Yeah, let's just, I don't know, dude. I, I feel afraid to disclose anything, so I'm just going to move on. <laughs> also, also, something fun to add is yeah. one of the new managers on the team I joined, uh, I ended up disclosing to her, but I haven't disclosed to a lot of the people yet. Classic. And the reason why I did is because we were in our like one-on-one -on -one meeting to get to know each other, and maybe 20 minutes in, she started talking about how she is hearing impaired and she has cochlear implants oh, and how that's like a big part of her identity. That's sick. And then I sat there for a second. First off, I like thanked her so much for sharing with me and it was really cool that she did that. But I didn't want to be that guy who like, oh, you have something wrong with you, here's the thing wrong with me. Cause I don't always love when that's what people do. I think it's a little different when it's yourself and not like, oh, I know somebody yeah. who's like that. But it was cool for her to share and for me to be able to connect with her about it. And that's the first person that I've met in a manager role that I've worked with personally that also has a physical disability. So that was a cool experience where obviously through Lime Connect and other places, I've seen people with disabilities that are in management positions and we know of those people, but it was yeah. a little different when I actually get to work with her every day. And together, I mean, we're a super person. Like yeah. we have amazing hearing and amazing vision. You're a normal person. I think, I think <laughs> finding a common ground to get work done efficiently is going to be really exciting for me to think. That, that. is cool, actually. I like that. Um, yeah. So real quick, I wanted to share this funny story of. Um, so I was going to the. I went to the Amine concert. 
Um, man, I feel like a lot of people pronounce it way differently, so I, hopefully I don't get roasted for that. But um, <laughs> as, as we were going in, um, you know, they were, like, checking, you know, that we don't have, like, whatever, illegal things with us. And, you know, when you're, like, going through a line and they just keep repeating, like, what you have to do over and over again? And my friends were kind of being, like, drunk idiots and just, like, weren't following the instructions. I was like, come on, like, you got to do, like, whatever. I was like, you got to show your wrist out, whatever, empty your pockets. And I said it to them. Um, And the guy was like, oh, this guy knows what's up. This guy knows his stuff. But I was wearing my friend Rubis's like, brand, you know, the Blind Eyes brand. Also, I guess, shout out Blind Eyes. cool designs, yeah. But it says Blind Eyes on the shirt. And he goes, yeah, like this. And so the security guy's like, yes, this guy knows what's up. And then he goes, but he's fucking blind. (laughs) And for a second, I, like, forgot I was wearing the shirt. And I was like, how the fuck did he know? (laughs) I was like, how did he know? But, um, yeah, it really caught me off guard. It was pretty funny. That's that's really hilarious. Like I don't I feel like a lot of times people will use the word blind in other contexts around me and I'll be like, are they conscious of this? Yeah. Like, oh, like even a blind guy could have done that. Like that's like a common <laughs> saying, right? Yeah. Up when I'm around someone that doesn't know me that well and they use that, I'm like, wait, do they possibly know what's going on here? Or is that just the expression of choice by chance? But that's that's pretty hilarious. Yeah, dude, that was uh that was a good one. Also, I wanted to bring this up. Is it incredibly hard grocery shopping for you? I know we kind of talked about this when you accidentally bought the bottle of sake, but like, <laughs> wait, did we talk about that on the pod? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I just like I feel like such an idiot whenever I go into a grocery store. Like I'm just like on my knees staring at like labels and stuff, and yeah. You don't do the squat position. You like. Well, okay, no, I squat down. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I was gonna be like, oh, you you gotta wear pants to the grocery store, or yeah. else you gonna get bruises. Um. Uh, okay. I, I I totally empathize with how you feel though, because like especially the aisles, I never know what the aisle headers are. Yeah. I never can see those ones. So I'm always just kind of gonna go through all the aisles until I find what I need, and then. Even when I get there, it's hard to, you know, see. I have no idea what the prices of anything are until I go and buy the thing, which is not a great strategy. <laughs> um, but I, I totally know how you feel, but I just don't buy groceries that much because I have bad habits and eat at work most days and then take food home from work and then eat out on the weekend. It's, it's really not a good system. But it's the same thing, actually, at work with, like, when you go up to try to figure out what's on the menu... Oh, like, yeah. I have no idea what's going on anywhere. So we have this thing called, like, go slash eat where I can go on and see what's on the menu. You got go slash so links? Even if I, yeah, we do. Man, dude. So even if, like, I don't know exactly, like, what's on the sign in front of me, I can read it in advance. And then, oh, I know what shrimp looks like. Like, I know the difference between shrimp and, like, Brussels sprouts. Like, I can, I know which one's which. So <laughs> usually I can just look in advance. But. Oh, Leah was actually talking to me about that today. She pinged me on chat and was just like, yeah, like it's so different when you go back in person, all these things come up. <laughs> yeah, dude. As I say, I mean, that was the same with me in like the dining hall, you know, I just like, cause they, during COVID they would, they would serve you. So you'd have to say like, I want this, I want that. I mean, it's like anything like Chipotle or like anything like that where you're like going through an assembly line. It's yep. tough. Yep. Um, I, Wait, okay, so go back to the grocery store, though. Yeah. So what is it for you there? Oh, I have no story. I, I wrote What I wrote down in my phone 
is I wrote down grocery store shopping is hard, one part blind, two parts idiot. <laughs> you want to talk about the idiot parts some more? Nah. We're happy to walk through that to the listeners. I think it's just because I, like, on top of, like, it's hard to see shit, I'm just also an idiot. Like, uh... <laughs> Like, you know, if someone's like, oh, can you buy, like, rosemary? I'll be like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> is, that, is, that a, is that a food or a drink? <laughs> exactly. I, I think the other thing is, like, I feel like when people go grocery shopping, maybe I'm just wrong and this is just my perception. They're always, like, looking how much the stuff costs when it, like, goes through. And they, like, can figure stuff out yeah. when they're, like, trying to get, like, the deals and the coupons and all that. And I feel like I probably spend more than other people at the grocery store for the same stuff because I just don't ever know when the specials are at and I don't really, uh, like, can't really see the scanner thing and the prices come up yeah. except the big one. So it's really hard. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right, you want to start ripping into some of these questions? Doing the AMA? Uh, sure, but yeah. before, before we start, I, I want to do a quick ad read. Uh, Shoprite. If you want to give us twenty percent off our grocery shopping, uh, in, in in order to you know even out the playing field, we're both amenable. Well, so, I don't even know offer. what Shoprite is, dude. I was gonna say Jewel Osco, but that's like a Chicago supermarket, and you would have no idea yeah. what that is. I figured you would know what Shoprite is, like Stop and Shop or Trader Trader Joe's. I feel Trader like, Joe's. Man. I know that yeah. one. You know, I got some privilege in me. I'll just do a big deal with Amazon. They want to do Audible, Whole Foods, all in one shot. They could do a bundle. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, all right, let me let me pull up these questions. Do some AMA time. Yeah, dude, this is Graham squinting in his phone. Time to read these Instagram questions. Hundred percent. I got I got a few on my end too. Okay friend submitted stuff so uh but we could start anywhere you want let me i don't know which one i'll start with my my uh my good friend justin he sent us a question i feel like he'd be happy to have his name shout out so i'll read his um if you could have any job and not have to worry about salary what would it be damn that's a pretty good question it is also, I like that some of these are just going to be general questions and just nothing to do with vision, I think, but just asking I us because we're so interested in I this. think that might be the only one. <laughs> no, no, I have one too. Okay, I have one too. okay cool. We got two. Uh, okay, yeah, definitely a great place to start with the non-vision stuff. Uh, yeah, any job I could have regardless of salary. I think it would be really cool to, I don't know, like I'd... I think some of my dream jobs happen to have high salaries. Yeah. But if it means I could get the job, yeah. irrespective of salary, I would do it for free. Like, I would be a GM of a professional sports team if you paid me nothing. Yeah. I would just love to do the job. So, I, I guess if you took like the salary that. out of it, that counts. I I don't know if, like, I don't know if this, well, dude, actually, both mine are kind of lame. Uh, <laughs> listen, part of me wants to say, I guess this will be a two-parter for the same answer. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say professional runner because that also implies I just like I'm really good at running. But like I No, I'll count it. I think that's okay to dream. Okay. Here. And then once I became old, I would just become a cross country coach. Mm, I could I could definitely see that. I actually too. like I actually would really enjoy 
to be a cross country coach. If there was some way I could, I could do that and also mm, do my normal job. Um, I feel like you could try to do that now. Yeah, like, be an assistant coach if you wanted to. I've been trying. I've, I've been, you know, thinking about it a little bit, a little bit. It's, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll, I like that answer. Also, just to throw it out there, I would totally be a dad. A if, dad. if that counts as a job, I think it does. It does. Like, I'd be yeah. very happy to Stay just like dad. hang out with the ki- my kids and hang out with them. Like, that sounds like it would be really fun and fulfilling in a whole different set of ways. Dude. I would probably want to do something in terms of work, but I think I'd have a fantastic time, and that's kind of an aspiration. That would be a, a, a dollar for you. You know what you could do? You could be a stay at home dad and a cross country coach. Boom. That's right. So you could just have both of our jobs, and I'll have to learn how to run, so then I can do the other <laughs> Exactly. Just got to get me a sugar mom. Honestly, my learning curve for being a dad might be higher than a cross-country coach right now. <laughs> yeah, he could just... <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's question one. That, those are, I guess, our, our dream jobs. Uh, yeah, that's right. Both sports oriented. I wonder how they'll change throughout the years because I'm sure I won't always answer like that. Uh, I'd like to give myself credit that I won't keep answering like that, but I'm also. I kind of feel like you, know, you might. <laughs> I might. But um, okay, this one's going to be short and sweet. Can y'all drive or? Uh, the answer is no. Ethan and I are both. Uh, we both have about twenty two hundred which is the cusp of legally blind. And if you are considered legally blind, you are not legally allowed to drive in the U.S. Funny thing, though, is you can buy a gun. So question Wait, that. we can buy guns? Yeah, we can buy guns, but... You could do a lot of things. Somebody fact check me on that, could... but I can oh, buy a gun and not be able to recognize people, but I can't drive a car. Which, I mean, I shouldn't be able to drive a car, but I also, well, you know, whatever. Everyone else is buying a gun. <laughs> I'd love to meet the, the visually impaired gun lobby in the U.S. That's got to be quite an eccentric group. Yeah, agreed. Um, uh, please don't buy a gun, Graham. I'm, like not, gonna a gun. Gun. I'm <laughs> not gonna buy a gun. It's also illegal to have a gun in New York, anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. Well, I'm in Illinois. I don't know what the rules are over here, but I have equally as little interest. <laughs> hey, also, though, on the driving thing, quick, quick story. Yeah, quick story. Go for it. So when I when I was like. 12 or 11 maybe 11 I was in like Florida with my whole family and it was like around Christmas time and they had this place near where my grandparents were like that was like a like an arcade kind of place kind of like a Dave and Buster's with an outdoor area so that they had like mini golf and like I don't know other stuff yeah, out yeah. there they also had like a little go-kart thing right and so I was there with my cousin who was like my age Cause I were like eleven. Like, like he and he was your age now or your age then? Like you were both. No, my age then. Like we were both the okay, same okay, age. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm doing great with storytelling here. Zero out of ten. <laughs> and also with my aunt, so his mom. Gotcha. And so we go. And we're like playing all the other games. And then we decide we're gonna go outside and like do the outdoor stuff. And my cousin really wants to go go karting, and I'm like eleven. I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Let's go go karting, <laughs> which is. If you can imagine an activity that I've never actually done in my life up until this point. Right. Because I'm always like with my parents or somebody that's going to make better decisions. <laughs> and so nah, dude. we're waiting in line for the go-karts, right? And I don't really, I'm not really thinking of anything, right? Whatever. 
Well, how, how fast are these go-karts going? Probably like 25, 30 miles an hour. Oh, that's, that's pretty quick. <laughs> Way faster than I wish they were. Anyway, yeah. so pretty much I'm like, like, like to my aunt, like, you're going to go with me in the go-kart, right? And she's like, no, like, you could do it yourself. <laughs> and she instead goes with her son. Bro, what? And leaves me alone in this go-kart, okay? Okay. So, <laughs> I get in this go-kart alone at 11, and I obviously can't see very well. And But I'm like a... I'm like a reasonable person. So I'm like on the outside of the track and I'm driving like very slowly. Okay. So I would say the other people are like were going like pissed. Make maybe like 60% faster than I was. Okay. So maybe I was going like 15 miles an hour and other people were going 60% faster than 15 miles an hour. I'd really be disappointed if I can't get this math alive. That would be a tough scene. So other people are going 24 miles an hour? No, that might have been wrong. Whatever. No, you're right. We're, we're you're keeping right. it in. You're good. Okay, excellent. So, yeah, we're a big math podcast, as mentioned math. before. Math. So, these people are going, like, faster than me, and maybe the whole ride's, like, ten minutes long, you're allowed to be in the go-karts. And maybe we're, like, seven minutes in, and people are getting pissed, right, behind me, and, like, <laughs> I'm taking too long, and they're trying to pass me and stuff, and that's fine. Like, yeah. I'm just minding my own business. But at one point, some guy just speeding around the corner and smashes me into the wall Sheesh. of this, this go-kart thing, like, like, like one of those like metal railing thingies. And I like cut my whole lip open. Oh, no. And I have to like get out of the go-kart and all that. And when, when I get out, like I'll always remember this day beyond just the go-karts because they opened up the crane machine and gave me a hat out of it because they felt bad for me, <laughs> which I didn't even know they could do until that day. So that was exciting. Uh, but the moral of the story was I got left alone in a go-kart. It went as you would expect it to go. <laughs> and then my, my mom was so angry yeah. with my aunt. Like she was not upset with me. Like I was 11 and what was I like, supposed to do? Ooh, go-kart sounds fun. And I asked to go with my aunt, but yeah, she, she kind of prioritized her own kid and yeah, tough scene. So, all that to say, we don't drive. Don't drive. Yeah, um, that, I remember one time I was with my my good friend Rufus, and uh, he and his dad were like, "You you could you could drive though, like if you really needed to, you could do it." And I was like, mm, "I'm not so sure <laughs> if I could." Um, and they're like, well, what about that? You see that biker up there? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and then they're like, well, what about now? And I was like, still don't see him. I'll let you know when I see him. And I was like, I see him now. And it was like, they were like, yeah, that you would not have had time to break. <laughs> but yeah. One wonders how you're so good at Mario Kart. Yeah, if you can't I, I'm not going to lie, dude. Correlated. I think I would be an excellent driver if I could see. But you just I think you have the the it factor. I think I do. I think I have it. I I think I would. I think I'd still be a good driver for Legally Blind. If, you had, if we had a Legally Blind racing day, I think I could do well. <laughs> yeah. Why is there no Paralympic NASCAR? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> NASCAR for the NASCAR for the blind. <laughs> <laughs> People doing like echolocation. <laughs> Going two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Look, that's a must-see TV, okay? If these networks are trying to figure out what kind of live sports they could be putting on to get revenue, I would watch that. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be unbelievable. God. <laughs> okay, another okay. question? Another question? Yeah. 
Um, next question. Uh, I think this is from your friend. Um, covered a bit in episode one, but what is your best explanation for what you see versus 2020 vision? That's a good question. Do you have a good answer for that? Um, I, I guess I should have a better answer than you because I at one point saw like 2040 and 2060. But um, as I've said in the past, I don't really remember what that was like because I'm an idiot kid. I was an idiot kid. Um, I mean, what I, my go-to explanation for everyone, um, which I think I probably said in episode one, is if if I'm like I don't consider Ethan, and I don't consider what we see blurry because like that's how well we're seeing things. Um, but to see something in the same clarity that me and Ethan see something. You basically have to stand ten times farther away than we're standing. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example, but I, I really can't. Like, I, I think the the one thing I like to address: people constantly say, "Oh, do you see blurry?" And I would like to say, "We don't see blurry." But when you're looking at something far away, right? You wouldn't label that as blurry. You would just say, like, you can't see it in detail. That's kind of how I like to address like the blurriness, you know. I really like the way you said that. Like, the, I can't see it in detail. I've never actually heard that wording before, but I'm gonna steal it with pride if that's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, go for it. Um, the the other thing I'd add is, I kind of had the epiphany that when I watch TV, that is what other people are able to see. Like, kind of like the way like a camera captures a room, and like you can experience something in that sense is especially from like a first person view is like pretty cool for me because I can't see things in that much detail like normally so I, I don't know that doesn't really quite answer the question but just to add on to what I think was a very good explanation by Graham like that clarity that I see on the screen that's kind of the dichotomy I don't always have so maybe it's like you know watching something from watching the same TV I'm watching from 10 times farther. I know it's not easy to explain, but when I'm really up close to a TV, that's me experiencing kind of a little bit like what 2020 is. Yeah, agreed. Because, like, our, our, I mean, my close-up vision is is, is pretty good. Um, also, I, I was going to add um, it, it just kind of like a sight thing in general for me that I'm sure you also probably experience. Um, but do you ever... Um, like for me, right, I have blind spots in both my eyes, but like I don't, I don't see those blind spots. My my brain corrects for them, um, and fills in the gaps. But do you ever look at something, and your brain kind of assumes it's something else, and then you get closer, and you're like, oh shit, that is like not at all what I thought I was walking towards. Like yeah, like when I always thought it was my mom. Same, yeah, 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 same, yeah. Idea. same idea. Like I'll be walking down the street and be like, oh, there's a subway entrance over there, and I'll get closer, and it'll be like I don't know, like a fucking mailbox. Yeah, that's a sign. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all the time, man. I mean, it happens for us a lot. I, I, I feel like it's like inevitable and unavoidable. But also, we're just so used to those situations popping up regularly that it, you just kind of rush it off. Yeah, I think I guess I guess the important part of why I brought that up now that I'm thinking of it is like when you see something, like our brain is trying hard to figure out what we're looking at, even though we don't know. And so, like I think when people expect us to be like you know like we don't see well, I think they are not realizing that 
our brain is kind of guessing at what we're seeing and just guessing wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not only that we can't see something, but maybe we can't see something, and then we're like, it's this thing, and we're just wrong. Yeah, that's right. And as you said, just kind of like other people would do from much further distances, we're doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. I think that was a pretty good answer. Yeah. I, don't, I, I know he said brief or simple, but we're giving him that. He's going to deal with it. So this question, um, big fan already. Beer, does that help? Um, that's the whole question. <laughs> I think it levels the playing field. Is that an answer? I guess so. I don't. Know. You could take that question in many different ways. I, I okay. First <laughs> off, I appreciate the direction of this question and what the intentionality is. Uh, again. Because I know of other people's vision being impaired when they drink, and I have not personally felt as though my vision is fully diminished, like I'm still, in, in all of my experiences with beer, I'm able to, to walk and get around fine, and though th there's a pretty thin line between my ability to walk and get around fine and take care of myself and not and from a visual standpoint, so that means my diminishing returns on vision is not that significant when drinking yeah i would say yes beer helps in that sense because it would level the playing field between my vision and other people's but i don't think it helps me see any better it's not like the, <laughs> no. the old saying where oh had a drink in beer pong so i'm better i don't think that's what we're talking about here. yeah I, I actually i do agree though everyone's always like oh look, uh we got the beer vision like i can't see anything like people people would be like oh i just like when i drink i just can't see anything and then I'll pause, and I won't say anything out loud, but I'll think, like, they're probably still... First off, I've never had that experience. But second off, I'm sure you're still seeing a lot better than I am. Um, and, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, beer beer doesn't help. Beer does not doesn't help. doesn't hurt either. Hey, yeah, it doesn't hurt. You know, it can be fun. If you, yeah, you know, in moderation, you know. I, <laughs> what, is, what is the line your track coach used to say? Of who? Your track coach used to say. Oh, oh yeah. You know, go and drink uh, one beer and, you know, two if you like the taste. And then, yeah, you know, we it. go and drink until you like the taste. <laughs> that's, you know, I don't think that's what we're endorsing here, but no, no. that guy was. And future, he was not, future no, cross he country was, coach here. He was not endorsing to drink until you like the taste, to be clear. Is is that going to be your mentality if you get your dream unpaid job to uh, tell them one and two if you like the taste? Uh, nah, I'm gonna tell them do whatever they want. Wow, you're you're such a cool guy. Just, That's we'll see, we'll see. Well, you know, like I mean, before, not not the day before a race. I might tell them to stay okay. away from uh. Well, whatever, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> Okay, wait. Speaking of you being a cool guy, we got a question here cool that asks guy. which one of us has more game. Yeah. I think it's got to be you. Like, I don't even think it's particularly close, but <laughs> I, I'd like you to have your, your victory lap here for the podcast. To hear. I, I mean, I don't know how, how, how we can know this answer for sure, but uh, if you're going to hand it to me, I'll take it. We're not we're not gonna be like comparing I, I body counts on the podcast. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how many episodes we'd have to go to have one of those games, but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I think it's got to be you. We'll 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 count off camera discussion as uh, yeah. Hey, you know, as enough to, to last last time that. we were together, Ethan. That girl was talking to you, man. She wasn't talking to me. When when uh I when we were talking at the bar and that oh that girl yeah, yeah. Came up when we were out and asked yeah, what yeah, was so that, funny. That is true. It's true. Me and Ethan were we're standing at the bar. We're, we're laughing a lot. Because, you know, we have a great time with each other. And this... Oh, this is a great this, story to this, tell. Because we were out on a Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I go... Oh, first off, I go and meet Ethan and his friends for dinner. And then they're like, you want to go out? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I guess we're going out now. Um, but, so, you know, we're laughing at the bar. And this girl comes up to... to basically to Ethan. And is like, what's so funny? And Ethan is basically just... Just shuts this girl down. Just not interested in talking to her whatsoever. <laughs> uh, what did you say? Tough rap right here. You said something like, what? like, oh, like I'm having a great oh, time I talking said, to my friends. I said, um, no, I said like I I haven't seen these people in months, and anything they say right now is hilarious. All right, that's pretty wholesome. That's what I said. I was nice about it. Yeah, but yeah like. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't. I to be honest, I guess I just wasn't having it. No, he wasn't. But hey, scoreboard: one girl talked to Ethan, <laughs> zero girls talked to Graham. Well, we we can let the podcast listeners know that Graham and I will be together. In yeah, soon, soon, soon. We're going to Denver. We're going to our and... to- friend Thomas's birthday. Shout out Thomas. He'll be on the yeah, podcast. Big soon. shout out. It's gonna be so fun talking to him too. We'll have him on here. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll see if the if the turntables on that scoreboard. But for <laughs> now, uh, it, it's Graham. He's got more game. Sure. I'll, I'll begrudgingly just take, take just it. Just take a win. I'll take it. I'll take. Just take I'll a take win. It. Take Thank a you, win. Ethan. You got more questions on your end, or do you want me to shoot another one over to you? Um, I'm at I'm out of that. I'm at I'm out of questions. <laughs> I got nothing left. Oh, I guess I, I okay. Got I got questions. two. Yeah, I got two more questions for you. Uh, one, this one's just for you. How do you code? Like, do you look visually at things? How much of right. your experience in CS has been auditory? Just like, what? How do you get it done? Also, what languages do you do you use? Okay, a lot of questions. Um, so, I mean, my primary languages I learned in college were. Python, Java, C. I learned did a little bit of C I actually used a lot of R in most of my math classes. Um, I don't know if you count LaTeX as a coding language; it's more of a typesetting language, but it's kind of codey. Um, that was mainly my college experience for coding. Um, in at my job right now, um, I'm using. I'm actually mainly just use uh, I use Java, Python. Um, I'm using like a little bit of SQL, uh, a little bit of Proto, which is developed by Google for building APIs. Um, yeah, but um, I would say uh, I guess so. I guess part of that question is about learning coding, right? Like in a, in the classroom, how much was yeah. it auditory, like? Uh, so I'm trying to think here. I mean, so, I mean, yeah, it's basically all auditory for me. Um, I don't take notes. I usually can't see the board 
Um, <laughs> so I just kind of listen to what we're talking about. Because, like, you know, if we're talking about algorithms, like, sometimes, um, you know, I use monocular. So sometimes I would, I would use my monocular. I sit front row. Uh, so I could, I could see some of that stuff. Um, but, and, and there's also usually, like, resources to, to look at online afterwards. You know, there's, like, the PowerPoint or whatever. Of course. Um, yeah. But I would say, you know, I, I learned auditory for the most part. Um, and then how I code. So I, I use um, – <clears throat> so, so at work I use a, a VDI, a virtual desktop something interface probably, last word. Um but I, but I use a Mac operating system, and the Mac operating system has like a good system zoom in and out, which is what I use to code with. Um, oh, so you do it visually, though? I do it visually. Oh, yeah, like I'm not coding in like... Like you're not getting a voice oh, no. screen reader of any kind. No, of I'm not using a screen reader. Um, I have, I've had had comments from people, though, who are like, I don't know how the hell you code like this, because I can only see like probably like four... like four to six lines of code at a time so i think yeah. some people like you know when they i'm definitely doing a lot more scrolling up and down than most people probably uh but you know we get the job done haven't been fired yet so you know it's going all right <laughs> um and what about is it hard for you to catch syntax mistakes because at least for me you know, yeah I've heard a little bit that's my biggest problem it's not the coding itself it's the first off learning syntax because that requires a lot of visual attention yeah and then if i mistake in syntax or, or forget it it's really hard for me to go back and find yeah it. agreed i mean usually compilers are pretty nice nowadays and they'll they'll point them out to you if you're missing syntax but it can't if you like missing bra missing so what what is it's been hard for me in the past is getting my like indentations correct with the brackets. If I have a lot of nested, uh, you know, for loops or if statements or whatever, that can get get tricky for me. Um, but now with like you know, I'm, I feel like now that I'm using like these nice IDEs and stuff, like for the most part, I'm not running into that many syntax issues. Um, I, th I mean, usually what messes me up is if I'm switching between Java and Python because Python just you don't have to do that much. It's weird. Um, or then I'll start stop forgetting to leave my semicolons at the end of Java lines and stuff like that. But yeah. Well, for the two or three computer science listeners out there, you're welcome for that. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that was probably not that interesting for most people. <laughs> no, no. It was helpful, though. Like, I am really curious about, like, how you code. It's always been very intimidating to me. Not actually for the coding aspect, but for like the learning curve of syntax and the visual component. Yeah, and you know, with me and eye fatigue, it's a little different. But I, I definitely, it's... I definitely spend like I've been trying to get better at not. I, I like now that I am, I work, I have a big monitor, which helps. Um, but like a big issue for me in college was like n like neck and back pain because I'm like hunched over a screen. And the other, th and you're so close to I'm it. I'm so right? you have to be like six inches. Yeah, away. I'm so close to it. And you know, like if the seat, I don't know if you probably have actually a bigger issue with this. Like the seat has to be kind of like this perfect height where I can lean forward instead of bend my back forward. And then, but then yeah. if the computer is that high, then like it's you had to do like T-Rex arms to type. 
Um, <laughs> adjustable everything is required. adjustable everything. So now having a monitor makes that a lot better. Um, you know, get like a thirty-four inch, thirty-six inch curved monitor. Would highly recommend. I also with or without. I don't know display. if you. I don't know about you, but I can't use a standing desk either for that reason. Oh yeah, I honestly haven't even tried, but I would believe it. You should give it a shot just so you know. You also, <laughs> I'm just gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> they just simply don't work for us. Yeah, I would believe spoiler that. Alert. I would believe that. For those who haven't seen season two, episode seven, this is a spoiler warning for you. <laughs> Graham cannot use a standing desk. I would believe that 100%. I got I got one more question for you on here, if that's cool. Yeah. I'm going to use the terminology my friend gave to me. Okay. What is our experience with the, quote, deviant parts of society? And what he means by this is people aren't really iterating for solutions for visually impaired people that want to play poker or play FIFA or do the things that are considered like not core work activities when we want to do things that maybe our friends don't even think twice about or when you're playing a game of cards with your friends like to what extent is your vision playing a role in those situations right or like when have you seen it like come up or not come up and then like do we think we need to be doing a better job like to make those things more accessible okay um so um, actually, so my my family is actually a big card card playing family, um, and we have large font cards. I don't know if you've ever used those before. They're amazing. Yeah, I have used them. Um, so those are good. I cannot play any of those like um, reaction card games though. I hate all those card games, <laughs> like Agreed. slap ones, all that bullshit. I just can't play it. It's not fun for me. Uh, so I'll just hit those ones out. Yeah, I'm never going to have faster hand-eye coordination when the goal is to see something visual. Yeah, it just because the thing is, like, right, I can usually read a card. Well, I mean, I, I can read, you know, the big font cards easily. But, like, if it's, like, far away, it even if I can read it, it takes me, you know, it's strain for me to see it. So it's not an instantaneous, like, oh, that's it, boom. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, I mean, those card games, meh. I used to be like really into video games. I still am for you know a good amount, but like I used to be really good at video games, and now I'm not. And part of it, I think, is I just don't play them as much. But I think part of it also is like, I like, like I don't know. I don't know if people know like PUBG and like Fortnite and games that kind of have these big environments. Like I just can't play those games. Like, I mean, I can, and it's like kind of fun. But I'm just like, I think part of it is just like I just can't really see like uh stuff going on far away um i couldn't agree more like i'm a person who's attempted to play fortnite before yeah and it just goes so bad i can never see where there's people that are shooting at me and the the, the distance away that people are it's, just, it's so hard with how small they are and i have no idea who people like hit headshots from so far away like I, yeah it's so foreign to me it's um and the aiming to i need to give a shout out to my college roommate nick hill who is an absolute Fortnite beast, and he would just, um, we would play Fortnite a good amount together, um, and he would just carry me to victories all the time. It was very fun. Oh, no. <laughs> like, we, we won, like, we used, at one point during, like, one of the seasons, we had, like, a 50% win rate with me and him and, and duos. Um, it, was, it was So he had an 100% win rate? <laughs> no, no. Um, but, yeah. That's fun, though. Like, when you have friends that are really good and just take you along for the ride... Like, you know, if you have a friend that's, like, a really good driver and does, like, whatever. Like, that's fun, too, you know? Yeah. 
like, even if I can't do it myself always, being able to live vicariously in those rare occasions is really exciting. Yeah, and I will say, like, I, I wouldn't say I'm bad at Fortnite. I just, like, remember, like, in seventh grade, I know this is kind of a weird tangent, but, like, in seventh grade, I got, like, really into, like, MW3, uh, Modern Warfare 3, if anyone remembers that game. I was, like, a tenth prestige, <laughs> which means I played way too much of it, but, um... Anyway, like, I, I got, like, good at it. I was good at shooting games. And just, like, as my vision got worse, I was okay for a bit. And then once they created these, like, large-scale games where you can play, like, the whole map and you're not just, like, playing, like, up close, is I just got so much worse comparatively. Um, which is, like, a little bit of a bummer, but also, like, it's just a video game, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um no, but it's so true. Like, I mean, that matters to you. Even if it doesn't, like, actually matter, it, like, matters to us, right? When we're kids, that's, like, a lot of our life. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, like, what my friend's question is. Like, these are things that, like, you care about, and so they matter. And they, you derive fun from them, and your friends, and doing them together is very fun. But, like, they're not all designed to just be accessible experiences or be equal. Yeah. I want to talk about yeah. beer pong for a second. Um because I, like, close up, if you're playing on a short table, like, I'm pretty good at beer pong. But as the table gets longer, I become so unbelievably bad. I don't know if you have the same experience. Uh, I mean, first off, thank you for sharing that you were pretty good at beer pong. <laughs> God damn it. Everyone's no, everyone knows that. <laughs> That's great. So this has been a great episode for Graham where we highlighted the 14 languages he codes in. He's, quote, pretty good at beer pong. God damn it. Uh, what, else did we, what else did we miss? Uh, probably something else in there. Um, that, I, that I have more game I, than you. I mean, I, oh, yeah, and you have more game. So it's fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take Fuck. my talents elsewhere. Anyway... Uh, after these series of humble brags, uh, but nonetheless, I'm proud. I'm proud of Graham for all of these achievements. No, no, okay, but do, do you not do you not agree that like, like I feel like not, not really, not really. Like I, I guess for me, the bigger problem in beer pong is like when people bounce it, I'm so scared I'm gonna knock all the cups over. Yeah, yeah, I think and your I've depth perception is probably worse than mine too because you have different eyesight in both eyes. I would think so. That's definitely an issue for me. Like the, the what's it called? The, like the bouncing the ball. Not that like I can't follow it. It's just like really quick a lot of times. And also, I hate when it's so dark when we play beer pong all the time. Yeah. Like, it just makes it even more difficult. But I think that's probably for everyone. Last, you know, final note I would have on this topic is I don't get why people like to move it back. Like you know, like on the last cup, people uh, are like oh yeah. I, I, I also don't we, get that. Weave it where it is. It's, it's so closer. Much easier to hit when it's closer. It's, it's closer and like there's no difference, right? It's That's one right. cup. It doesn't like, matter if it's centered or not. Like I don't know why people like want it pushed back, dude. And then, I could not for agree me, more. especially like to your point, I guess maybe when it's further away, it's harder for everyone. But maybe particularly harder for us. I haven't really thought about that. Um, but weave it where it is. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Also, I have a funny story that I want to add real quick. Um, so. In college, the track team would do a uh, a beer pong tournament every year, which was very fun. And there's like a hundred plus people on the on the on the team, so it's like a big tournament. 
was half your team on the track, half your school on the track team? Like no, it's college. It's college, man. No, no, I'm uh, saying in college. Like, your school is like 3,000 people. 100 of them are on the track yeah, team. Yeah, 100, like 100. Well, my freshman year was like 130. A lot of people Wait, were on the track team. You have 130 on the track. How many people go to Middlebury? Like 2,600. <laughs> That's. So I wasn't crazy with what no, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's it, a ridiculously high proportion yes. of well, track I think people to Middlebury. There's teams. a ridiculously high proportion of athletes at Middlebury. I think it's like over 50% are on a varsity team. 50%? Yeah. Y'all are just churning out D3 babies. D3 baby. Um, but yeah, so at uh, Mid-State, we would – no. <laughs> uh, for the – Seth, so we play the beer pong tournament. And my freshman year, I, you know, I was pretty – it's a fun night. You know, I was, I was excited to get it going. And I was partnered with uh, this really nice girl on the team. And she was like, she was, she was pumped because she was like good at beer pong. And she was like, we can, we can, we can go far in the tournament. We'll, we'll do well. And the tables were long as shit. And I, I didn't hit a single cup. And then I got naked lapped in front of the entire track team. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. You're a true, a true savant. Yeah, dude, I had ketchup running through my veins. Yeah, that's it's not good, my guy. It was, I also don't like how you said you were pretty good at beer pong, and this is the story you're gonna share. It's not really equating so. <laughs> I did, man. It is a little. I, I, I mean, I'm not one of those people who like take beer pong. Like, you know, how some people get like weirdly into it. Yeah, it's like my entire friend group at school. Okay. They're like so hard about it. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not. I'm just saying like I can play beer pong and not be like obviously bad at it until the table becomes long and then I'm actually terrible. Like if you play on like a, on like a die size table, I just can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I don't know if that's a vision thing though. Could, maybe I'm just bad at beer to pong. Be honest. It could just be ass. <laughs> but have you played die yeah i love die it's so when, fun when i was gonna see you we were gonna play yeah and i just am so bad at die as you can imagine i'm like honestly i'm okay at catching the dice oh no that's the only thing i'm bad at obviously well, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is well, yeah. so small i can't even see it that's what i'm saying like i think for my vision i'm great at catching the dice obviously i'm still not that good at it yeah, I'm, I'm definitely good, I guess, for my vision. Like, I feel like I'm not awfully out of place when I play, but, yeah. like, I'm just so bad compared to other people yeah. a lot of times. Cause I'm, I'm offense. What am I going to do? See the dice better? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an offensive um, specialist. My, my joke with my, my, again, my roommate Nick Hill, um, also very, like, one of those guys who's, like, really good at, at like, random stuff, like board games and kind of, like, and he's very good at die. And, um... And he's ambidextrous, so he would cover, like, the whole left side and the middle of the table, and I would just have to cover the right side of the table when we were playing. And then I would just joke that he was defense and I was offense. I hope you send him a Christmas card. He seems like a really good guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. Keep him close. Shout out to Nick. I don't know if he watches these, but if he does. <laughs> Damn, are people watching these All right, now? Okay, the listens. Ah. <sighs> You didn't punch back enough today. I know. You're so mean, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I'm just, as you can all tell, I'm a terrible guy. There's been guy. years of relentless bullying from this blind idiot. And... 
Yeah, it affects millions of families every year. Gosh. All right, so what? That's it? We're good with these uh, questions? I feel like we got some quality content. I feel like that was a pretty successful AMA. I think we we did decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, if people had more stuff they wanted us to get to, like, feel free to message us. But uh, this was fun. And when our listener base grows 10x in the next few weeks... Uh, we'll have to do another one. Yeah, which I I'm certain it will. But uh, now we have an, an actual fan. We have an so actual fan, which is we're, we're getting. Really oh, you're using singular. <laughs> I was using the plural. To make us like we have you know, one. We gotta, we gotta work towards. Well, I appreciate everyone who sent in a question, and if listening to this podcast inspires you to send us a question, please do it. We can either answer it directly, or maybe we'll make another AMA. Or, if you're lucky, we'll make a whole episode answering your question if you ask a good, good, good enough question. That's what we're doing now, right? That, that proves how like, incredible the question was. Exactly. Um, have a great day, who's ever listening. And go follow us on Instagram if you want to stay up to date on our next episodes.